greatest music NFT podcast show. I am your host, Beaks5, and this is your number one source for all things Web3 music and music NFTs. Welcome back to a brand new week, everybody. This year feels like it is rolling on by. We are already in the month of May in the year of 2023. I cannot believe it. We are staring summer right in its eyes and uh, yeah, amazing things. So this week, I figured we should continue talking about a little bit of just overall update information in the music business, you know, definitely keeping it all things technology related. You know, I love to always talk about all things AI music related, and we definitely have some stuff to cover on that. In fact, it's going to be one of the first things we talk about, which is discussing TikTok's upcoming AI music integration. It's building out some features, some software incorporating the use of some AI music, which you know the Greatest Music NFT podcast show has got to cover because we are covering all things technology related when it comes to music in the music business. And speaking of that really quickly, I actually put out a poll as I'm recording this earlier this evening, asking the fans, asking the audience what they'd like to see as we move forward, as we as this podcast naturally evolves and progresses, you know, where would we like to see the topic of conversation going? And I put out three options that you could answer or choose from. So one was, do we want to see kind of topically this podcast be very specifically about A, music NFTs and, and only music NFTs, as since that's the title of the show, it somewhat makes sense, or at least you could argue that it makes sense. Number two was just the music industry overall, since, you know, music NFTs, as I was framing it, are part of the music industry in, in terms of how it's disrupting the music industry and so on and so forth. So that's kind of the angle of music NFTs is kind of more so how it just pertains to the music industry overall. But just in general, the other option was just speaking about all things music industry. And lastly, but not leastly, was the third option, which was a little bit more specific than just saying the music industry overall, but all things technology or music technology related. So whether it's music NFTs, whether it's AI music, anything on the kind of forefront of technology and pertaining to the music industry in that way, uh, would the fans and audience like to hear more topical content pointed in that direction? So at the time of recording, that has been the majority answer, which is option number three, which is all things music technology. So, you know, I wanted to make sure I'm not leading my uh, loyal fan base down a road that they didn't want to go down with me. So I didn't want to feel like I was doing some type of bait and switch where, you know, I'm calling it a music NFT podcast show. And next thing you know, I'm talking about AI music or just the music industry overall. But, you know, I, I will go with the answer with the people's choice. But, you know, I think all of this stuff, it's a little bit of blurred lines, right? Because I feel like all this stuff when it comes to the music tech stuff, it really all kind of goes hand in hand. So without any further ado, let's talk about some new information with music technology in the business. So TikTok's parent is working on an AI music app that significantly lowers the music creation barrier. Now, I feel two different ways about this. Number one, of course, you know, I feel about technology is it's like 
flowing water and that it cannot be stopped. It will go where it may. And, you know, we just must deal with it and adapt with it. And so the way technology works and the way it's just completely upheaving the music industry uh, from with the AI stuff, it's hard to just be like, oh, well, the genie's out of the bottle and somehow we're going to put it back in and stop this, you know? So it's like, well, this is what humans do. We adapt and we evolve and AI is here to stay. No doubts about that. And so what are we going to do about it? Um, so that's kind of the optimistic take. The pessimistic take is this idea of lowering the barrier of music production. You know, it's kind of like a cheeky way of putting it, in my opinion, because do we necessarily need the barrier of music production and creation to be even more than it already is? I mean, once the advent of, you know, digital audio workstations came out, whether, whether it was FL Studio or Logic or anything else, you know, Reason, Reaper, Pro Tools, you name it, like music production pretty much became accessible. You know, you no longer needed the giant, you know, SSL console boards. You, you no longer needed, you know, quote unquote, recording studio access. It was more like, hey, if you had the ability to get a laptop, you know, you could suddenly, you know, have a recording studio. And that's basically been the way it's been for kind of the last 20, 30 years, you name it, more like 20 years, I guess. And apps have come out on the iPad and for the phone. I mean, when you buy iPhones today, they come with GarageBand, right? I mean, you can literally make beats and record vocals and audio all from your phone and, and connect your you know, guitars up in, with DI cables and everything. But that's not enough, right? We, uh, so music is going to become even more you know, producible. You know, e you know, now it's like in-app music production. Is really where you can see TikTok is going with this stuff. So that's the thing when you, you know, because for anyone that is familiar with TikTok, right, you can always add music or add kind of background songs or tracks or any kind of audio file to the video, to your video. And so a lot of times if you want to put a popular song, well, it understands it's copyrighted material and rightfully so it's linking all this kind of metadata behind the scenes when you're doing it. So if you, you know, go post a TikTok video and you use a very famous song, well, all these databases are able to kind of register and, and kind of meter the fact that that song's being used. And that's how the music industry really works. I mean, TikTok is kind of the tail that wags the dog right now in the music industry, because when songs go viral, or I'll put it even more specifically, when videos go viral that include certain songs that then kind of launch pad them to them become viral, either because they get, you know, the video gets used. And so everyone goes and duplicates or replicates that video. And part of that process is using the same song that was in the original video. Well, all these kinds of streams and plays that bumps up the metrics of that song. And so when the music industry is looking at their data analysis and going, well, this song is really performing really popular, really well on TikTok, you know, why and why not? And trying to understand the data analytics. Well, sometimes money has to be paid, right? There's a royalty somewhere that, you know, the piper has to get paid at some point. And so TikTok is looking at this as a content creator or as a kind of platform to content creators where, you know, it's looking how to create copyright free, essentially, or royalty free content, because the cost of creating content for these content providers, like, yes, TikTok isn't there, isn't there making the videos themselves, 
But when they are hosting a platform for users to then upload content that is using copyrighted material and they have to then, you know, put ads behind it because they have to pay out these royalties, that's the cost of kind of content from the TikTok side of things. And there is a cost of that production. And so if as a platform company, as a hosting company, if they can make it where the content that they have to, you know, host can have less royalty payouts, less copyright copyrighted material that they have to honor and protect, well, suddenly that becomes less production cost that of content for them. So they have an incentive to increase AI music production capacity, especially from the video creation standpoint, right? You guys see where I'm kind of going with this. You're following the vision of this mental model that I'm kind of picturing and explaining of TikTok and why they are kind of big into AI music production. So that's where we are, right? Is TikTok is hiring and recruiting, you know, machine learning engineers and the likes of to help create this AI music engine that will allow their content creators to create, you know, AI generated music for their own videos. Now, I think, you know, there's always the doomer. There's a spectrum of like how optimistic and pessimistic it is, right? Because part of it is like, okay, boom, copyright free music. But on the other hand, there's also like a cultural thing to it, right? Like part of the fun of TikTok, in my opinion, I believe, is like, it's really kind of interesting to see what songs do end up working for these viral videos that go so crazy. Because part of it's like, it's so off the cuff or it's so kind of like, not expected, but that's part of what's funny about it. It's part of the sensationalism of the virality of the video that makes it work, whether it's kind of a nostalgic song or it's a throwback song or it's like a way crazy distorted version of a song. You know, there's always kind of something to it. It's not just like, oh, this song's just so good that we're going to end up using it. It usually has some type of, you know, hook to it, either from like a, it's funny or it's, there's some type of kind of emotional tie into it. So on one hand, it's great that there's going to be AI music that you can use if you need it in, in, in a moment's notice. But I think there's also a little bit of an art versus science thing when it comes to like, well, what exactly music and what's the intent behind the choice of music? And a lot of times you want something that's like familiar. And if it's familiar, it probably has some copyright protection to it. Last thing I want to hit on this week, which has a little bit of tie-in with the AI music creation that TikTok is working on is I was reading today that the ad-supported music streaming model is broken. And there was some really interesting cited data that I'm going to give an extremely high-level overview of and for the sake of time not break into detail uh, this episode. But basically, there is data that is strongly indicating that the ads-based music model that kind of Spotify pioneered and led the charge with, and they always kind of can't, they always colored their, how strong this argument for ads-based music streaming was, was that it was, you know, in quote, saving piracy. Like that was a huge, that was music to the music industry's ears was we are, you know, we are defeating and fighting back against piracy. And that was what the music industry thought its biggest problem was ever going to be, was fighting piracy. And so Spotify was really 
having a great argument coming from that angle of it. Well, time will always tell and time will always reveal all. But the ads-based music streaming model isn't as profitable as one would hope and one would expect. And we are going to, if not already, come across a time, a moment in time, where we are going to be stuck between a rock and a hard place. And that is the cost of production from these hosting sites or digital service providers will continue to increase while the profitability of ad-based streaming continues to atrophy and decrease. And on top of all that, that is why Spotify and other digital service providers are annually lobbying in Washington, D.C., in the Congress of America, to continue to keep royalty rate payouts low, and they hope to push them even lower. Because from a business side, that is the cost of production for them. That is the cost of hosting content, is that when they host music that is protected by copyright and gets streamed, they have to pay out royalties. And the arbitration between how much they have to pay out in royalties and how much profitability they they can make as a company by running ads based off of the streaming of that kind of royalty payout song, that's where they make money as a business, is that paying that out, charging enough on the ads, and, and taking the difference from what they've had to pay out to creators and what they can keep in pocket. And that number, that margin, is diminishing more and more as the years go by. And what Spotify and all of the others have tried to do was to hedge the ads-based model by creating a subscription-based model. The problem is that the conversion to the subscription-based model or getting you know paid customers over and over again, it's hit and miss. It doesn't always go by so well. That's why all these acquisitions, whether it was you know acquiring some company to get their free, you know, tier-based subscribers in the hopes that they would then, you know, convert to this subscription-based customer base for them is what they've hoped. And basically, as Spotify has continued to expand across different countries, like into Russia before the Ukraine war or like into India, which has been its most kind of recent expansion, there are different ways that the market's reacting to converting from free listeners to paid listeners And it's not going so well, and Spotify is losing more and more money as the ads-based or the free listener model seems to not necessarily be the answer to everyone's prayers. So once again, the music industry is asking itself, where are we going to get our value? Where are we going to find money for our, our music, for our work? And so, you know, I like to suggest, you know, the idea of music NFTs, you know, for these artists and for these labels as a way to potentially hedge against that same type of model where I think I'm in agreement that we always want music to be free or accessible, therefore free, meaning that that free tier of a ad-based model should be there hoping that there is a kind of more premium avenue for creating profitability so that both can exist. And whether that's the subscription-based listener or whether that's your, you know, monetizing that kind of top 1% fan base, 
which then could get into more digital product, such as music NFTs, starts to become a much more kind of attractive idea to consider and to entertain. Which is why I bring this up, is that, you know, in a moment's notice, you know, listen, anytime something new comes, people can always scoff at it, turn the other cheek, you know, turn away at it and, and say, that's stupid, that's a bad idea. And I think half the music industry is not sold on the idea of music NFTs. But when you look at the idea, it's like, well, we know that you're sold on the idea of Spotify. And what if I were to tell you that Spotify's business model is broken? Well, now they, you know, they might be a little bit more susceptible to listening to other available options because the option that they were basically sure-hearted that was doing them right isn't necessarily doing it right. So I think it's really interesting to kind of see where the tension really is where the leverage really is and ultimately, you know, what these companies are going to do to stay monet, you know, to stay profitable and to continue to monetize the value of music. So we shall see. And I'll leave it there. Make sure you all are following us on Twitter and social media. If you are not so yet, this is my moment in the podcast to try and call some attention to some social media stuff. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at, TGM NFT pod. Of course, you know that's short for the greatest music NFT podcast show. You can also follow us on TikTok and you can also follow us on YouTube and you can also follow us anywhere that podcasts are streamed, which is hopefully where you are listening to us right now. And if you are still listening to these ending credits, please hit that follow button, that subscribe button, that like button. It really goes a long way. We're going to keep pumping these episodes out as long as we can. I really want to stay in tune with all the technology updates of this music industry. I think we are really living through an incredible time for this industry. So really excited to have this podcast, really excited to keep talking on this. Maybe one day we'll have some guests. You know, I haven't had any guests talking about kind of the music tech side of things and the music, uh, especially the AI music stuff. So I might try to find some guests that would be keen on that topic and that subject matter and see if we can't you know bring some really insightful conversation to the podcast so that's it for this week i will see you next week same place same time talking about all things music industry see you then peace